You have arrived. You have now entered the Kush Life. Welcome to the Kush Life podcast, where we explore the Oklahoma medical marijuana community. From growers to dispensary owners, it's the Kush Life for us. Hi, welcome to the Kush Life podcast. My name is Marshall Hill. We're journeying together through Oklahoma medical marijuana, recording out of the back of the Kush dispensary, and we've got a couple of old timers that have come back to revisit. Uh, mm-hmm. It's going to be a fun yeah. episode. It is. The Rex's crew is here. We right. love Rex's remedies. Oh, we love you guys. We've got Jake and Scarlett. Well, hey, what's up? <laughs> we love you, Katie. Again. I think we were saying, what, it, it was December or something? It was winter? It was winter. It was dark last well, time. Yeah. Was. Yeah. It's cold. Yeah. It's so crazy how, yeah, it's dark at, like, early evening in the wintertime, and right now it feels like midday. Yeah. Yeah. So crazy. Yeah. It's just hot. All right. So what's been, what's been happening? I know you guys went on a little trip. You had a good trip? Us? Yeah. We went to California. We had a good time. Honestly, like people kept asking me what we did the whole time. And at first I was like, I don't know. I mean, but like the, people there asked you what you do? No. When we came back. Asked you what you did while you were there. Yeah. When people, when we got back, people, everyone's like, what'd you do? And I realized we ate the whole time. Mm, nice. We just... We ate and drank and ate and went to the beach. I mean, we went to the beach a lot, but it feels like we ate most of the time. What was the meal that stood out? Um, we went to a really nice fish restaurant, and I don't ever eat fish because we live in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Other people are brave and order fish at restaurants. Yeah, or Bodine's. If you go to the Bodine's Market. I still... We're in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I don't trust it. Some of their stuff the other day was looking a little... It had been sitting in there a bit much. I was like, ooh. So, lots of seafood. But also, lots of sweets. What do you go go for? Chris wanted king crab the whole time, which was fine with me. I like crab. But um, fish, I guess... He likes, like, red snapper and white fish and Mm -hmm. things like that. I'm more crab, shrimp, lobster type of person. I guess, Shellfish. but I got some scallops and some oysters and things like that too. Yeah, you can yeah. find some. You can find some shrimp here that's not not yeah. bad. I trust it more than yeah, because it's usually <laughs> frozen. So you're like, eh, it's still frozen. Okay, it's probably okay. Yeah, yeah. I could mess with that. Yeah, you yeah. Eat, do you eat seafood in Tulsa? I had White River for lunch. Yeah, uh, there you today. Go. Yep, White today. River. Wow. I've actually yeah. heard that fish in like landlocked states is sometimes fresher than fish that you can get in coastal cities. Um, Why? Because it's like immediately frozen and then shipped. And they fly it here. And they fly it here. Like when we were in Florida, we kept trying to find like a good sushi place. And we were like, is a sushi like from the ocean here? And everyone was like, no. Yeah, like we have red tide. Don't <laughs> eat the fish. Yeah, we, yeah, they had red tide when we were there. Yeah. So oh, we, were, we were around some people. They kept talking about bear flag and how they would catch the, the swordfish every day. And it was so fresh and blah, blah, blah. And so we had people like pushing us to certain restaurants. But we didn't, I didn't ask that. But I assumed like most things were way fresher than here. Yeah. It might be Surely. a Florida thing, yeah, too. Yeah, at least if they catch it California off might the coast be a of there, different. you know, it's definitely <laughs> going to be fresher. Oh, yeah, but that red tide's no joke. Have you guys gone out to the ocean when it, the red tide was no. there? We, yeah, we did. Oh, wait. Actually, we swam in it the yeah, whole time, Yeah, we did, and we? we saw the sign after that. <laughs> yeah. But obviously, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Probably would problems. When I've gone out there and, and they were having it, all the fish were dead. Uh, and they yeah. had been, wa- you know, washed up. Soon as we got out of the car, we were looking around like, "Why the hell is nobody here at this beach?" Like, it makes Where no is sense this? At 
different parts of Florida. So that trip for me, I was in Tampa, and then I I knew another buddy that was in Florida, and so we drove down down the coast a bit to go find a cool – and we found some cool little beach towns and some cool stuff, but we opened up the door, and we were like, ooh. Ooh, like you could smell it and it was horrific it was mm. terrible yeah. so we we just we ate as fast as we could and we we finished we were headed over to orlando so we had to just you know, yeah i'll have chicken tenders at up. that point yeah um we went to dog beach in huntington beach and there were so many dogs there it was so fun you could tell that people like take their dogs there every week or every so often and you could tell the dogs like knew that that was their time to like socialize and play and there were just so many dogs it was fun no yeah. fights uh, yeah, no so i mean <laughs> you know twiggy she was she wasn't really used to it yeah. <laughs> had a standard ground everybody yeah that would be tough that's how wow. she greets people <laughs> yeah yeah, when you're small, it's. I was gonna say it's <laughs> small dog syndrome. Yeah. That's what it is. Presence known. Yeah. Don't want to get yeah. stepped on. All right, so what's been new? I mean, what? How's everything been over in the past six, seven months? Uh, I mean, obviously things with the industry have been odd. But oh yeah, in what ways? <laughs> I mean, you know, the usual ways: absolute market crash, uh, state implemented system that everybody has to follow. Just probably the usual things that most businesses have to go through. All right, so chicken <laughs> and the egg. Oh, was it the market crashed and then metric uh, came in or I, did metric cause the market to crash uh, i mean well those things Both. don't have to be exclusive yeah <laughs> I mean, the people preparing for metric i definitely think helped the market crash but i mean it wasn't implemented until the 26th of may and market was already pretty much fucked by then yeah so, so. was it but mostly there... economy you think Mixed in then with uh, metric. I know back in even January and February it was getting pretty rough. That's what I think. Yeah, and there's just been so many people in the industry that people plan for these dates and they plan for either success or failure around these dates. So it's just Mm -hmm. really weird. Yeah, it is. Uh, A lot of people didn't understand that the. There's businesses that are planning to close their doors based oh, on... because of the dump dates. Yeah. yeah. And so businesses like us that are trying to figure out Evolve. how to proceed yeah. just have to deal with all that roller coaster of the market. And patients not understanding. Yeah, so we were, we've talked to uh, different people that have come in. You asked if you know how the metric discussion has been. I mean, it's... It's been interesting over the past couple of months. And, you know, there was a discussion previously that we had about how the black market was on a skyrocket. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we were, I was saying just a second ago, I don't remember who it was, but like, I've got a buddy that's a cop and they're literally impounding pounds, 20, 30 pounds at a time of stuff that's being left places or trying to get shipped. I mean, it's mm-hmm. nonstop. Oh. Yeah. Okay, when you just like said ten pounds getting left place, I'm like, what? But okay, they're just dropping it for yeah, someone to pick up. Someone to pick gotcha. up, yeah, ten, twenty pounds at a time. And they're intercepting yeah. these drops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I made a delivery to a dispensary right on the state line uh, <laughs> that I just got in like I don't know two weeks ago, 
and there was just like this dispensary is on the state line Mm -hmm. and there were just like state troopers like lined up waiting to like pull people over driving into arkansas i was like man this is not the new client that i like super wanted (laughs) like it's it's an eight minute drive to roland or it's a hour and a half drive around through spyro Mm. because i can't drive into arkansas (laughs) yep Super Just fun. Like but yeah, it's, it's pretty spooky. Huh. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, and I don't know. I'm sure Arkansas feels like they're trying to protect their borders and all that. And yeah, it's crazy to be on. Yeah, very <laughs> Living much so, right there. So I wonder what the people living around that community think. Yeah. Safe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's I know. They're like, hell yeah, look at all these cops around. We're safe. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I can just hop across the border real quick and get sweet. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think that's why the cops are there. <laughs> yeah, same. Just trying to get cut. <laughs> so, what's been fun? Anything? Uh, well, I mean, you talk about all the negative stuff. There's yeah. got to be some good stuff. Blunts, yeah. Blunts are like flying off shelves. Yeah, our uh, distribution company, Stovetop, has released uh, a new product. It's called Blunts. Um, it's essentially just a two gram, heavily, heavily infused blunt. Um, they're hand rolled. They got Keith in them as well. It's pretty much just like an all around great package for someone who's not trying to spend too much money. Even if you already know how to roll a blunt, you're probably not going to be able to roll one like this for the price of getting the stuff from the dispensary or getting it from wherever you get. Um, but the thing is on these, uh, these blunts is the packaging is similar to like a Swisher or something you find in, uh, it's like Quick Trip or whatever. So, it's a very easy crossover for people to make. Like they see that the wrapper of our thing, and they immediately think Swisher, yada yada. But it's already rolled up for them, and uh, it's pretty much taken over a lot of the company. I'd say just the really? sales from that. Oh yeah, taking up a lot of your guys's like time because that's what's push being pushed the most. Uh, we, yeah, we had to hire eight new people or nine in the past couple months that's exciting yeah and i was able to like expand my distribution company because like i think half the battle is like finding a product that like everybody wants Mm -hmm. and like i was able to bring on so many new people because it made me like like teaching them how to do sales it made it really fun because when you go in somewhere and you always have something that people are excited about it's like it makes sales really fun Mm -hmm. and for a while in like january and february you know it was tough and it was hard for me to train employees and now they're just like super psyched and killing it making sales like all the time what's the big order too because i mean they sell really well they're they sell really well here like we need more here like it's well, definitely a thing why so. what is it that makes them it, it's not just the price is it oh, it's the price point big, but they yeah. also like are super strong and they, they're really good yeah like and we're yeah. weed snobs like yeah the slow burning it's, it's shocking ash, how good they taste everything that you would really want out of a cannabis product these flavored pretty much flavored compass. yep if you like super strong stuff yeah and if you like <laughs> blunts if you like okay, that you taste, like the blonde. Yeah. yeah, it tastes like what's, it would with the tobacco wrapper, but it's not. What's the, what's the flavor? We have four flavors right now. Uh, about to release a fifth. We have gelato, sweets, perps, and island bleeze, which the bleeze flavor is just more like a, a coconut tropical flavor. But brought to bring out the blunts and mild, which is just going to be a wood tip blunt. So it's like a black and mild. Mm. Um, just for people who prefer that flavor, which seems to be a lot of them out here. Yeah, I've had a few patients request wood tips, like on carts and different things, and I just, 
I feel like people are going to chew on them and make them yeah. gross. They will. That's why I like them. Yeah, that's why I like them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, that's a great idea. Because, yeah, you know they're going to want to just, yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah chew on the bone. Yeah. I, a lot of people <laughs> like to hold them in their mouths for yeah, a while. Yeah, they do. You know, like they at the, the Hunter S. Thompson, like, I feel like a lot of people really get off on having some kind of cigar hanging out their mouth. <laughs> yeah. All right. I mean, there's a out, there's right. a whole segment of society that does it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I, yeah. As I said, they've just pretty much taken over. It's just a mixture of the price, the packaging, and the contents. How'd but you come up with that? What price. was the idea? Uh, well, we because we don't hear much blunts, right? Like it, it's it's actually been something that the industry doesn't do a lot of. Yeah. Well, there's been a few, but yeah, yeah. they not many have. I guess, what do you, are you oh, guys, yeah. you're not even comparable to a Packwoods because Packwoods are so expensive. They're way, way more too expensive, expensive yeah, than for what, what they have. are. And honestly, I feel like our product burns a lot better, it smokes a lot better, and it'll get you where you need to go quicker than the Packwoods will. I'm not trying to say anything ill will against yeah. Packwoods because they are they are what they are. It's I'm a good not product. either. It's just like, on a, they're just not comparable because the price is so different but yeah. what do you think is comparable anything on the market really? Uh, nothing really i grew up smoking blunts when i was a kid we'd buy uh, a gram of brick weed for five bucks uh and roll it up we get, had to get six bucks you know because a dollar for two sticks and uh just roll that up and smoke it smoke a couple of those a day with the friends we weren't doing much we were kind of bums back then but just smoking blunts pretty much and just wanted to bring that to the community because I know a lot of people love blunts. They love that flavor of the tobacco. Um, but a lot of people don't know how to roll them too, which is a big issue. And I know when I was smoking blunts a lot, when I was a kid, I didn't have very much money. So I, I would feel that if I was to sell these, I, I should sell them for not as much. So somebody like me in my past could afford them and not mm-hmm. have to worry about buying whatever weed and just messing it up when I roll it. Yeah. Um, that's that's kind of where the idea was born, and uh, just yeah, as you guys said, there's not really anything like it, so had to bring something like that to the table. Don't the way our companies are actually structured is we kind of go for the niches, so we don't like to have a ton of competition, and seems to be serving us pretty well. Yeah, because we originally right, it's hash, yep. and that, that's that's mostly what we talked about. I think both right when you guys were yep. here. Well, in old school hash yeah. too, because a lot of people are doing hash rosin, but not many people make old school hash or just dry sift hash products in general. Yeah, we're very select few out of them. There's probably five companies that I know of maybe that do it, and they don't do it the same as we do. So that automatically puts us ahead. We don't, we're not just making pre-rolls or whatever. We do obviously make pre-rolls as well, but we're not focusing that uh, our brands on that. Okay, so. so you got other things. Okay, so hash... Pre-rolls, yeah. blunts. The flower. Talk about the flower. Yeah. We just got new flowers. Yeah, the flower's been, it's been pretty good to us. I'm not going to lie. Um, the market is obviously not super great for high-end flower, um, so we've really had to tighten down on margins and figure out where our money's being spent. But after going through everything, we, we kind of realize what we can sell it for, what deals we want to give people and all that, just so... We can have it on their shelves and kind of help get our name out there. It's not only a production company, but also a grower. 
which uh, margins like they're kind of hard to make because we hand water we use we use pretty good methods and everything which aren't cheap our rooms are extremely built out um so it's it's just not super cheap to grow um, and this market that has made it tough but a lot of dispensaries like kush uh and plenty of others are still about the high-end flour which i, I understand being in the oklahoma market the the cost of living is pretty low so a lot of people can't spend money on wheat yeah. unless they're getting cheap stuff so it has its place but it's been good it definitely has its place but it's really good flour and you guys have perfected all the strains smell how they're supposed to smell they don't cross it doesn't seem like cross contamination is happening during growth everything smells the way it should tastes the way it should it all looks phenomenal it it's great it's great flower and i appreciate that people at kush love it what's hey. what's your top sellers what's who are top sellers? What do you think? I mean, well, Blueberry Sunday. Oh, obviously, yeah, it sold have, out the first day. Yeah, we always have it for a day, and that's it, and then it's completely gone. Um, it's a stream we've been working on for a while. It's uh, it, the blueberry turps that come out in this are unlike anything that most people have ever seen in weed. It was a very big surprise to us to actually see this. So when we do, what have it just it, tested it highs. It does test high for what it is, like, like 25 and up, but it also has just like a straight-up blueberry turp. Or it's just the, the yeah, it smell tastes is, like blueberries. Yeah, it tastes like blueberries. It's weird. It also, yeah, has, like, yeah. short stalks and big trichome heads, so yeah. potentially could wash really well if we do decide to make hash rosin, yeah. which could be really, really fun, but you never really know. So. And yeah. I guess that's kind of what's impressive about Rex's flowers. It's super frosty, and it's also, it has good bud structure to be appealing for smoking, but also probably for washing too i mean yeah. doing what you guys do and it's just it's beautiful oh thank you <laughs> yeah we did start out as a hash company so we we knew what to look for in the beginning for frosty plants like you said and uh just ones with bigger heads kind of get that bag appeal like our main things are bag appeal scent and then smoke if they match all three of those then we'll probably keep it and keep running it like if if the bud is too dense and too compact, all those trichomes are in the middle, and so when they're washing them, they don't get all that plant material that they're wanting. The if the buds are a little airier, not too airy, because you want them to be frosty and full and have be healthy, but you need more surface area on the plant that has more trichomes for them to wash to be knocked off and yeah. make good hash exactly so once right. you were able to perfect your flour to make the hash you knew that hey i could now just make more flour to to sell the flour yeah uh pretty much i mean when we first started i guess uh when we first started to grow the flour market was still pretty it's pretty hot uh but as the grow progressed the flour market started to dip off um so now we're kind of trying to figure out exactly what to do with that so we're growing some hash strains growing some bag peel strains whatever we can really that we think is going to sell the next couple months you know until the next harvest comes out or whatever it is what my patients want most is more og strains they don't really care about the exotic strains they want names that they've known from the past they know the lin i think really where they can figure out the lineage is what they want yeah, 
You're it's, right about that. A lot of people aren't doing that. They're not growing old school strains. A lot of the old school strains don't have great bag appeal for the most part. You know, they've kind of been bred and hunted. And, you know, that one certain cut of this one certain strain is going to be great. But a lot of people really should start focusing their energy on that because everybody's running exotics. You know, even people yeah. aren't doing it right and are still running exotics. So yeah, like, that and then also people just naming things and not then people can't Google it and figure out what the lineage is or what they're smoking. And oh, I yeah. think people are getting frustrated with that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when you buy something, you honestly don't know what it is still with the way the state's set up and all mm-hmm. that. And you can call anything, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter. So the quicker we get back would be nicer. Because so many people were creating all these random new strains. That's why there's a reemergence to go back to the basics. I think so. I think that's what patients are wanting is just to know some knowledge or baseline of where they can get some information they don't want just a fancy name or something you created they want to know what they're consuming but that being said whenever you name a strain this crossed with this they don't really gravitate towards that either. <laughs> I mean, it's retail. <laughs> yup. But they just want the basic. Yeah. 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 I mean, if you put like uh, Blue Dream, for example, up against, I don't know, some random cross uh, or cross times three or whatever, most of the people I feel like are going to pick the Blue Dream or OG yeah. Kush, mm-hmm. Sour Diesel, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So we've seen the movies yeah. or that's what they're used to smoking. Even if what they were smoking back in the day wasn't that just called that by their dealer or whatever. They're still used to those names and the people are drawn to something that comforts them. Even a cannabis. That being said, I mean, a lot of these names, at least the strains that I buy in my store, you can Google. There is history behind the names. You can see where the crosses are. There's a lot of information out there now opposed to five, 10 years ago. Oh yeah. It is true though. If you look up, you know, if I've been in up front and I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to get and I'm looking at somebody, like, there's so many names to these streams. Mm-hmm. And then you go to some people's websites to try and figure it out and it's not listed there. And mm-hmm. I could yep. see that. Like, it would just be a lot easier instead of having all these crazy new strains, which is fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's, we've got to have the crazy new strains. Mm-hmm. The industry always Very has true. to keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. I could see, yeah, I could see the problem. Like, I could see that because, yeah, there's times I'm like, well, what does it do? How do I know? How do I like? But if it was just that main strain, then cool, we know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, very true, very true. Well, it's not too much farther than regular medicine develops. No, it's not. We're on the forefront of this, though. And but, I, I, but I mean, if you go into the pharmacy, there's certain names that you recognize that you want to go with. True. And then there's always these other new things that you're always like, oh, I don't know, that's a different company, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. Like if I'm on five ibuprofen, you know, it's going to be like Equate or something like that. <laughs> you know, the actual name brand. I'm probably not going to go for something like, if I don't know. You're not going some, for the Walgreens? Yeah, the, not... The up and up at Target? Depends how much money I got, I guess. <laughs> Off-brand everything except for Reynolds uh, aluminum foil. Oh, oh, and yeah. craft singles, craft singles. You oh, can't yeah, get the non-craft uh, brand. Yeah, oh, Cheetos right. too. Cheetos, yeah, mm. cheese-related products. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but Reynolds wrap, I will. I will, I'm Did very s- stern on that. A uh, Reynolds wrap. Some shitty like tinfoil. That's what my yeah. mom used to say about Q-tips. Like you can't buy the off-brand of Q-tips. 
That's what I grew yeah, up. Well, a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people still believe that with dabs and everything. You know, some people go out of their way to get wooden ones and everything. Was, yeah, I don't know. Stick with what you know. A lot of people feel. Well, today we're sticking with Tamarandos. Ooh. How do you feel about that? What's Tamarandos? It's uh, it's one of our strains we've been working on from the Backpack Boys. Uh, it's. I'm gonna be honest, not like the best bag appeal of any strain that we have. Um, it's good. And it's got good density and everything, but the cure that we're able to provide for this plant, something about it works very well with the bud. We only have a few strains that honestly cure this well within the amount of time. Um, so it's kind of just a hit or miss. You know, some people, they won't buy it because there's other things that we grow that are prettier. Um, but they have to smoke it, really. Well, it is super tangy. It has the red hairs. It's not as frosty mm. as their other strains is probably what you're yep. saying. It's not. Yep. I mean, it's definitely a sativa-leaning strain. You can see it by the bag appeal mm-hmm. is kind of where Jake's mind is going. But um, it's a nice smoke. It's definitely. I love sativas. What? I love uppity, citrusy my, smoke. My yep. best guess is it is an OG cross. You think so with that dosy on the, or no? I don't know. I just think like appearance wise and like this, the scent, like it gives me, I don't know. It gives me the look of like an old school strain. Yeah. Yeah. This is one of the first strains we smoked. And we're like, Kush wow. Cross. OG Kush cross. I don't know. Maybe like Chemdog. I smell, I smell some burnt in it. Some burnt? Some just like burnt, Some burnt smell. Yeah, you would be doing it if you smoke it. It kind of smells. <laughs> no, but it kind of smells like a burnt something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it, it it is a lot of different profiles, but say the tangy one, like you were saying, is very prevalent in that, which is an extremely polarizing flavor to a lot of people. It took me a while before I could even smoke Trop cookies. Uh, it's because it tastes like Ajax to me. And Ajax. Yeah, it's kind of what tangy Not, tastes like to me. Um, like orange pine salt, or what's the orange? Orange mm. cleaner, like Fabuloso. Yeah, we had a strain called Fabuloso, didn't we? <laughs> we did. Yeah, we had a strain for a little bit called that. I mean, I get the cleaner, but it just feels like it's clean. Like when you're smoking it, is Fabuloso yeah. like the knockoff brand that became the brand? I think yeah, so. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. the one you, you get. Never used at, to hear about now. Everybody uses Fabuloso, yeah. and you can you can specifically smell it. Like when I. Oh, yeah, go to a motel. If you walk into a place that uses Fabuloso, you can smell it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a claim to fame right there. Mm-hmm. That's what people want. I want their house to smell like the, like the grocery store. It has a very, like, My Little Pony uh, label on it. <laughs> 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 it kind of smells like you would think My Little Pony would smell. <laughs> I've, I've thought about what a My Little Pony smells like. I think it smells like a, a 45-year-old overweight man in a pony <laughs> costume. But, colorful horses. Uh, colorful horses, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Come on, man. Goddamn. <laughs> that's, that's just what I think. I mean, this is where my mind goes. Yeah. I mean, you didn't think of colorful horses smell like Fabuloso? Yeah, I think it smelled like a popsicle. <laughs> that's what I would think. <laughs> Some from the ice cream truck, like it's, where it's halfway melted and it's a little, little gumball eyes kind of falling off, you know. But it still tastes good, so you're going to eat it. But you're not going to, like, feel great about it when you do it. Maybe, like, flick the little eyeball off. Yeah, that's what I would think. I would think My Little Pony. Or Cotton Candy. Cotton Candy. Yeah. Mm. All right, well, let's go have a smoke. Hey! It's the Kush Lie for us. Kush Lie. Kush Lie. Kush Lie. Kush Lie. Kush Lie. Kush Lie. Kush Lie.
similar. But there's no train tracks literally right on it. <laughs> yeah. So, right. yeah. Fun times. Yeah, uh, I can imagine. All right, we're back. So where is your favorite place to smoke downtown? Ooh, favorite place to smoke downtown? That's a that's a really good question. It's a tough one. Uh, but I'd probably have to say outside of Cellar Dweller, uh, just because I love that bar. Um, you go down there. Uh, we going to say go down there. It's walk down through some probably not going to be fire marshal approved stairs uh for the next little while uh but they're grandfathered in yeah yeah I they have, have to be <laughs> okay so where i haven't heard i haven't been you to cellar, haven't been to cellar, cellar, cellar dweller? dweller wow it's been there forever i mean yeah. i could have just rolled along with it i could have so you know. there you could have we been like have you seen it have you been downstairs yeah, I could have, but i didn't so what is it where where is it i don't know the address but it is just um it's southwest of the uh, city hall, and then it's going to be like east of the um, civic center. Yeah, like Seventh or Eighth Street. So it's like an old um, apartment building, oh. but there's this. You go in, and there's no sign, and uh, like automatically you turn to the left, and you go down these stairs, and the the walls are red in the staircase, aren't they? I Either that so. or the lights but, are the lights are at least red. The yeah, other walls the are bar, red too. The lights are red, but it's a small little bar. The ceiling feels low, but I don't know if it's super low or not. But it all the lights are red. It's pretty dark in there. It is. It's like dark. a a piano bar kind of esque, old school vibes. They, oh. I've heard they've been having comedy shows once a week. I believe, oh. but yeah, it's a happening place. One of my high school friends bartends there. Cellar Dweller. It's a really? fun, fun spot. I literally, I've yeah. never even heard of it. Oh, it was one of Chris's favorite spots when we met 13 years ago, but yeah. I know it's been there for a long time. It right? has been. Yeah, it's a fun little spot. Definitely there check is it out. A- there is a I sign mean, or not a sign? Day, I, mean, I, I don't know. There's an awning where it's like there may be something under here, yeah. but I don't know. Did, were you were you going through downtown when it started its phase of getting into the clubs? And that would have been like 2003, 4-ish. I was in high school at that time. Yeah, I would have been 10. School, yeah, my bad. My mom was telling me that downtown was dangerous at that time. It, it was before. <laughs> it was before. And then no, they, they there really lot. was some movements of, uh, <laughs> of people I'll to bet. actually put in the buildings to yeah. clean them up, yeah. to, to get them revamped. Yeah, I mean, even when I was turning 21 and hanging out downtown, she was still telling me that that yeah, was yeah, not yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Mom, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty fun. <laughs> I mean, I would think downtown actually is pretty safe. Yeah. You would think that. Well, you think that? No, it's not true. I, I mean, mean, it's not like super safe. I yeah, like know. a it's year ago. Safe. I don't know, a year ago, it seemed very not Tulsa-ish. When I would go downtown on the weekends, it seemed very busy. seemed like a lot of people down there were not from Tulsa, like they were from out of town. And it did not feel safe at all. A lot more gun-related action, I'll just say that much. Around the Blue Dome. Uh, A lot of downtown, I would say. Uh, But, I mean, yeah, you just kind of watch your back. You're walking down there. Really? It doesn't feel... I guess I haven't really been downtown at night. On the weekends, and, and I guess since, I haven't yeah, since. I mean, Corona, like tough Corona killed it for me. Oh. After everything shut down, I just never went back. I mean, yeah. I'll go every once in a while, but just not like I used to. I mean, two, three weekends a, a month, I'd always go downtown. Yeah, I'm and talking. it was busy and it was fun. And 
Well, maybe we're just getting old and we no. don't like the look of the kids. No. <laughs> I'm talking, I'm from Tulsa. I don't think Tulsa is unsafe or being downtown is unsafe, but literally there were times when I didn't walk, want to walk in front of businesses that I'd normally walk in front of because of the people that were congregating outside of them and just kind of like, you know, just trying to intimidate people. And it's just like, this does not feel like Tulsa. Yeah. That's how it oh. felt. Bad vibes. Bad vibes. Oh. Yeah. I mean, we always thought that was just Oklahoma City, right? Right. It's spreading. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that. Oklahoma City is real safe. All right. <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah, it's super safe. No. <laughs> it's just spread out. The danger is spread out. Yeah, yeah. It's got pockets. Dangerous it, pockets. It does have pockets over there, that's for sure. But there's fun pockets, too. Mm-hmm. When I was in Oklahoma City last we were at this concert and drama broke out with some rappers and the cops in Oklahoma City and how they dealt with it seemed like they deal with a lot more gang activity than the cops in <laughs> Tulsa. <laughs> so I'm just going to say that it's more safe here based on that. Based on that interaction? I mean, yeah. I don't have no evidence backing that anything that would go against your claims. So <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, when I it was like the same vibe when I moved to Oklahoma City and my dad saw the house I was renting, he was like, "Are you sure this is where you want to live?" And I was like, "Yes, (laughs) this is it." (laughs) Yeah, my brother used to rent in Oklahoma City, and I'm he would call us and we'd come and move him, and I'd be like, "Some of these houses should be condemned right now." Like, what? Yeah, but maybe they are. People are still living in them. Character. Well, he was paying character. rent. I'm like, what the heck are you paying for? <laughs> it's called the Arts District. <laughs> it's called Paseo. Okay. <laughs> My dad said people used to do very bad drugs there when he was in dental school. In Paseo? Yeah. It's up and coming, though. It's, 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 nice it's great now. Yeah, it's great there. now, but he said it was very bad in like the 70s. I believe it. Honestly, yeah. now it seems like Oklahoma Oklahoma City has better restaurants than Tulsa does. I feel like it's a controversial claim, but it may be true. I feel like they have that a lot. Controversial, yeah, especially being in Tulsa. They have a lot in common. Tulsa's great food, well, just you? like a lot of new, like trendy restaurants. Yeah, and they're very different, though. They're really not comparable. I mean, yeah. I just moved from. Oklahoma City to Tulsa like basically a year ago and yeah. I mean I, I can't really even compare them they have different things that are great in different aspects you they know do. they have yeah. some really nice bars down there some yeah. fun scenes and, and sure, I've though. heard it's just a lot harder to do business here in Tulsa harder to do business yeah for restaurants oh, oh. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder I mean, what just is... think through 71st how many of those actually make it there's yeah. so many of them that go in and out every couple of years yeah, but they're all chains. True. Yeah, the chains kind of come and go out here. Yeah. But some of the chains I stick mean, around I, as well. No, I guess someone locally probably owns them or is running them. But it's, I think that's just probably name of the game out there, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, well, everything is closer together out here as opposed to Oklahoma City. So there's yeah, I don't probably know more competition. I just, I've always grown up kind of through there. So it's just always been fascinating of the turnover of restaurants through that area. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think OKC just gets more tourists? Probably. I don't know. Maybe. I think that might be one of the reasons. It's the international maybe. airport. Yeah. The, yeah, the, the bombing the memorial. The bombing oh, memorial. that's what people are going mm-hmm. down there to see. And they, I'm sure they have, I mean, they have basketball, but they have concerts. Well, they have um, 
quite a few schools yeah, I mean, attracting people. I mean, it's what, true. At least twice the size, if not three, right? Oh, probably. So, yeah, yeah, land masses of Tulsa. Very large. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, just bound per capita. Oh, I could see how you think that. No, it's really just that. Well, um, we're talking quality and you know <laughs> percentage. Also, we still got. I, yeah, yeah. I honestly absolutely disliked Oklahoma City. I don't know five, ten years ago because I didn't feel like they had as many things drawing people in. I, I mean, but also I've heard that they've really made that. They're made. The mayor really made that part of their... Yeah, I mean, I like Bricktown. Bricktown's a nice place to go walk around. Plan. Walk through the river area. There's a lot to do there. Yeah, yeah there is. Think, a, uh, they're doing a good job. Uh, yeah, I feel like this is touristy part. Yeah. Me, you know, it's not like really where I'd want to go. But. You kind of just like have to have someone from OKC like show you around because like the cool yeah. spots are not close to each no. other. Yeah, it's all spread so out. Yeah. Uh, what was that place? Uh, something Bend or something? God, what is that area? Class and circle. Is Class and is? curve. Class and curve. Yeah. God, I was so close. <laughs> <laughs> I was so close. That street. Class and curve. Circle. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cool oh, yeah. little area. Yeah. yeah isn't it that is. all the gas company people that it that's the rumor I heard. I don't know. Like in all that in there a whole section over there? It's just nothing but all of the gas companies. Yeah, like Chesapeake oh, is yeah. over there. Yeah. And so they built this area specifically to Give all those people some place to come to a bar. That's also pretty cool. Yeah, Republic. Yeah. Republic is the pub there. Yeah. They have really good uh, pretzel. They, they do have some good pretzel. Oh, you guys pretzel. Oh, I'm a huge pretzel fan too. With beer. Really? Beer oh, pretzel. Love, yeah, every yeah. bar I go to, I've got to try and have their pretzel. Nice. Nice. Oh, I love so a pretzel. Mm-hmm. Did it work? Like, do the um, gas people hang out at that bar? Yeah, they do. They, they go do. there for oh, lunch yeah. like all the time. Well, just at night. I mean, it's a fun yeah. place. It's been years since I've been there, mm-hmm. but I when when I used to go through there because so we I ran a, a a distribution and I would go down through Oklahoma City and Norman, and so a lot of times I just do that. I go find some cool little place to go grab drinks and find a new place to eat, and yeah, somebody told me about that place, and it is it's a lot of fun. Swanky. Yeah. Very oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big TVs, big bar that's what uh, kind of like a squ- rectangle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is. It yeah. is like that. Yeah, that is a great spot out there. There's so many. And there's so much good food out there, too, like you were saying earlier. But... All right, best pretzel here in Tulsa. Ooh. Best pretzel best here in pretzel? Tulsa? I don't know. I actually don't know. I haven't had a lot of pretzels here. Yeah, I don't judge a place by their pretzels. I judge a restaurant by like their queso. Did you guys see that Jane's Delicatessen opened back up? No, we actually went there with you and Chris. Yeah, and they closed, and now they're open again this week. Wow. What happened? Same spot? No, they moved in um, on 11th, closer to Peoria, between Peoria and Utica, but closer to Peoria, I believe. Oh. Pastrami pancakes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, those crazy. are good. Yeah. Crazy. Those are good. I'm trying to have that. Right. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> so, where do you think the best pretzel in town's at? Uh, I like the big one at uh, what's what's the place right across from the ballpark? Uh, Elgin Park. Elgin Park, yeah. Yeah, they've got one they bring out that's that real big one that hangs up on. Oh. And also, uh, what's the German place down there downtown? Um, uh, what does that mean? Not McNally's, but uh, Fazler Hall. Oh, Fazler Hall. Fazler Hall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, their pretzels are really good there. I love their food in general. It's just good. Honestly, Sonic released a pretzel uh, this year. <laughs> and I'm not, no, guys, I'm not going to lie. Really good pretzel. Solid pretzel. <laughs> I mean, the most common place to eat a pretzel, Sam's. Yeah. Sam's for an ice Sam's pretzel's not Sam's bad. Sam's pretzels aren't bad. bad. Their pizza's not bad. Not, bad. Yeah. not mm-hmm. incredible, but it's not bad. It'll do. Yeah. Uh, Baseball game is the best place to eat a pretzel, though. I think, I think probably. Yeah, yeah. You take an Elgin baseball Park game. pretzel to the be- or the baseball game. Yep. All right, and but you said queso. It. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Best uh, queso. The best queso is a little restaurant called Arizona's, but they closed down like a yeah. couple weeks El ago. El Tequila's is pretty there good. You go. El Tequila. El Tequila. Yeah. Yeah. It's, good. Yeah. it's a good queso. It's yeah. good queso. Yeah. It's good queso. That's my favorite. That's my favorite. Isn't it El Tequila's? That's my favorite. Yeah. yeah. It's there so go. good. It's the perfect consistency. It is. It's so nice, creamy white salsa. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the way to do it. It's like yeah. they they make those things for each other specifically. Yeah, it's crazy. It'll get a skin on the top if you don't eat it fast yeah, enough. So you got to eat it quick. Yeah, you're not gonna not eat it quick. It's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've had this discussion, but I don't remember where yours is. I don't remember where you. My guys... favorite queso. Yeah. Well, Chris makes us go to Torchy's all the time because yeah. he says it's uh, the best, and Torchies. I feel like that's the only queso I eat, but. I used to love, um, that was way too long ago. I'm not even saying <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know. Queso. Torchies. Yeah, tor- there we go. Torchies. That's I the vote. The, the, ca- the queso at Torchies is good. At, but all their it's other food is, yeah, is I just trash. I like their other like. stuff. All right, so yeah. one well, taco place in Oklahoma City that I wish would finally get to Tulsa would be competitor of Torchies, right? What's the one? What's the one downtown? And then there's one in Edmond too. Oh, you're talking about? Uh, oh, wait. What? I like Casa. Uh, what's that one? No, I'm not sh- no it's just like Torchies. It's that you go in. It's kind of like that surfer type. Oh, um, Fuzzies. Fuzzies. Yes. Fuzzies is pretty good. Fuzzies queso is amazing. Fuzzies. Fuzzies queso is good. And they put Foxy's that sprinkle that really white fuzzy. cheese Gouda, on it. That's what I thought yeah. too. Yeah, it's really I good. I heard about like, the fox. Like, yeah, what? I, I always Foxy's forget that we don't have fuzzies, fuzzies here when it was opening. Oh yeah. And then it wasn't. There's so many of those. It reminds me of like the yeah. hot buns or whatever, like those hamburger places and beer that were. Actually, there's one of them in Torchy's old location or where they're at now. As it reminds me of that fad where there's just a bunch of these same companies putting out the same style like Cisco tacos. What was that new shit. one that went in at like 71st Domingo or something? It's supposed to be really good because there was always lines. Is that El Patron? Are you no, talking about forty um, first and Garnet? Yeah, forty first Garnet, which is good. El Patron is good. Is yeah, like, they make their tortillas. That's good. They yeah. were really like good. Tacos for Life or something like no, that. That's on Broken Arrow. Well, there, yeah, and then there's one down on Memorial Tacos for Life. No, this is like it's a, the same shit. <laughs> it's literally it's where that old I think it's where the old uh, car, there was a car wash there. Yeah, there was a car wash and a gas station. Seventy first and and they closed they and they built a. Yeah. Taco place. Taco you did place. Del Taco. Del Taco. Oh, that place is the worst of oh, all. Really? Oh, always yeah. a big line there. I well, yeah, people got shit taste. I mean, like, what can you say? Is it like Jack in the Box of tacos? Kinda. I think tacos at Jack in the Box are better. Wow. Uh, and they'd make hamburgers. So, 
Those tacos uh, awesome. are gross. That Jack in the Box are pretty Actually, amazing. at Del Taco, yeah. that crispy taco. Yeah, it's, it's like, like the American cheese uh, on it. No. It's what? You don't want to know what's in it. Cat it's food. It's so horrible. Yeah. Cat food is in there. It is. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. They, they laugh at us while we eat that. Yeah, like, absolutely. You deserve this. But you just go, oh, that's so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh, gross. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, uh, I lived on that stuff. Me too, yeah. Uh, when I, I first had them when I was... I was trying to go uh, work at my master's in Fort Worth. And so I was living literally in the Mexican barrio. Everybody had bars. Everybody, I mean, it was a rough place. And and <laughs> I would go to this little taco place. It was right around the corner. Or I would go to Jack in the Box and get them for... You could get them sometimes. If you bought enough, you could get them for under 50 cents a piece. Yeah. And yeah. I, would, I would freeze them. Uh, oh, 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 hell yeah, because you could eat for like yeah. 10 bucks for the whole week. Well, yeah, I mean, the box frozen section tacos, How probably the same thing. Gout. Okay, I <laughs> I get it, but I was a young kid. I, didn't have, I was, you know, it is what it is. Oh I saw someone's, I can't remember, Instagram or Facebook this morning. Someone I know, they made like pizza rolls last night for dinner but they nice. like microwaved them and then fried them in a frying pan on the stove and i was just like what in the world i've never in my life not just put pizza rolls in the oven so they were uh, impatient is you, what happened yeah, they didn't want to wait like, yeah. they didn't want to but wait they, want to no, I, they wanted them to be no, toasted. fancy wanted and yeah. i'm just like i think have you ever done that yeah, I'm throwing them in the deep fryer. Deep fryer is the best way yeah, to cook pizza rolls. Pizza roll. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I think they just want you to have a deep but fryer. They didn't have a deep fryer. Do you not have a deep fryer? And so no. They were just frying well, them in the I pants. have before in my life, but I didn't want to clean it, so I didn't. Use that's why it. you get a tiny one. Yeah. We have a really have small one, one. Yeah, one so it also like kind of restricts like how much you can cook it once, so it kind of yeah. keeps you like you know. You keep oil in there. No, well, we we clean it. Yeah, if you're gonna like use it in the next day or two, you can just cover it up. Right? Yeah, if you're going like fried you guys week. Fry your pizza rolls. That's all I needed to know. Yeah. <laughs> I fried a quesadilla once. So. <laughs> How do you use the new air fryer? When we first got it, we fried anything no. in our fridge. We, you could yeah, fry. Got we got eggs. tempura yeah. and funnel cake batter, and just like covered everything in the batter and <laughs> dropped them. Yeah. In. Oh yeah, that was that was a fun time. That was a real fun time in my life. How long did that time last? Too long, probably. <laughs> yeah. I'd imagine. My parents got me a Fry Daddy deep fryer when I was a kid as a Christmas present. So, like, I've been frying for a little while. It is, uh, yeah. It's something I do, like, every six months, maybe. But it's it's fun. What it's do you almost do? fair season. Oh, I can't wait for that. <laughs> yeah. So stoked. I actually ate so much fair food last year that I threw up. Yeah. <laughs> yep. At the fair. Yeah. Well, this random stranger like patted me on the back and said, it's okay, sweetie. Yeah. We've all been there. Her and her kid were like <laughs> eating <laughs> their food while she was throwing up next to them. And just like, they're just watching her puke while their mouths were full. It's like, bro, this is really, this isn't a cool scene. Jake, you didn't get a picture of this. No, I was I was too far gone at that point. I've been eating a bunch too. It was hot. We were we were pretty gone as well. In food coma. Yeah, yeah, to say the least. Yeah. But I can't wait for that to come back. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> Round two, got to redeem myself as the yep. fair vomit queen. Yeah, yeah. This <laughs> it was towards the end though. To give her credit. Oh my gosh, my fair experience. Chris and I took mushrooms and went to the fair, and there's this picture of me yeah. in the petting zoo. <laughs> 
smiling so freaking big. Yeah. Honestly, we have that exact same pictures under the uh, exact same circumstances. Yeah, that's why she was throwing out really is because of all the mushrooms. <laughs> it, was, it had to do a little bit with the mushrooms. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, that's the I'm best way to go to the fair. Too. Yeah. yeah, it's so much fun to like, get lost, too. It's like everybody takes them at the same time. Everybody gets lost at the same time. Oh, jeez. This is gonna be fun. Yeah, we'll have to go as a team yeah, this is. year. Yeah. Oh yeah. We'll definitely need multiple pictures then. Multiple pictures. Yeah. Oh yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe we should. Maybe we I should. I took all of our pictures on a disposable camera, and they're all like out of focus and blurry. Yeah. We used to be that. so good at that when we were younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Taking pictures with other cameras. Yeah. Get one chance. Those are difficult times. They were tough times. All right, man. Where do people find you on social? It's been a pleasure. Oh, okay. So our Rex's page, Shadow Band. So it's going to be kind of hard to find. It's Rex's Remedies, just straight up. Uh, but we also have the Blunts page, which is Blunts.official. Uh, I don't know. I, I doubt that one's Shadow Band yet. We'll give it time. Uh, oh, wait. Yeah. It is. I'm pretty sure. Okay, it's well, there blunts we dot official. Yeah, the dot's important. Mm-hmm. And the blunts is spelled with a Z on it. Oh, There's yeah. Blunts with a Z. But Rex is with an S. So yeah, it's, it's kind of confusing. But Hooked on uh, phonics. Yeah, Work yeah. For me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, if you can find us, check us out. Uh, and give us a follow because we're just trying to. Check yeah. them out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we have all of our products up here at Kush, all the, all the good ones at least. So come in, you know, maybe get a couple things and support some other brands too. Not just Rex's and Blunt's. There's plenty of good, uh, good products on the shelves at Kush. Cool. Katie, where do people find Kush? You can find us at Kush Dispo Tulsa underscore and Kush Dispo Tulsa on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook you can follow the Budtenders Instagram page, Keeping Up with the Kushdashians, <laughs> for some real hard-hitting posts. Um, and then you can always find us right here at 1711 East Skelly Drive from 10 to 10, seven days a week. All right, let's do a quick uh, quick ending where we do a uh, like a, a patient ending thought. All right, we're going to close it out with why should somebody be smoking this as a patient the as we're going through it right like as we're experiencing it i would think it would be somebody that wanted to do what we just did have a good time hang oh, yeah. out be social yeah like you everybody seems to be uplifted enjoyment is a good thing right now oh yeah yeah we try to get out there see as many people as we can talk to as many people as we can and that definitely reflects in the medicine that we sell yeah like it's a, it's an uplifting you're right it's uplifting it's an encouraging medicine to I feel like it's really um clear headed too I can focus and I could do I could do a lot of things but I don't feel like I'm impaired I just feel like I'm energized yeah. more than anything yeah, I agree yeah. cool so guys thank you so much for what you do oh well, thank Appreciate you for having it. us thanks for having us right. enjoy It's the Kush Life for us. Kush Life.